How you doing, y'all? We are still in January 2024. How are those New Year's resolutions, those goals, those intentions for this year? We're going to get into it a little bit today, talking about why do we do it? Why do we set goals? When you look at who you are right now and who you are after you've reached your goal, who the person is setting the goal and who is the person that's achieved that goal, what's the difference between those two people? What's the difference between who you are now and who you see crossing that finish line? What's the difference? Well, I mean, it's the feeling of accomplishment, but it's way more than that. If you only cared about crossing the finish line, then you could go to a marathon and just step over the finish line and say, yay, finished a marathon, cross the line. Or you could take a bunch of Ozempic and the weight would just come off if you want to lose some weight. I don't know if I pronounced that right, but honestly, I don't think it's a drug, but I need to know the name of, right? This isn't the real goal. Something falls short when your goal is simply about the thing itself. You wouldn't have that feeling of accomplishment, the feeling that you trust yourself to get you to where you want to go from A to B, which is where. What are you really seeing when you picture yourself having accomplished the goal? The version of you that crosses the finish line is a goal achiever, right? Anybody can set a goal and there are right and wrong ways to set a goal. You want to set yourself up for success, but that's the easy part. Someone who pushes through adversity and doesn't quit, that's a goal achiever, Someone who trusts herself, has faith and knowledge to keep going when things get hard. It's not just about the finish line. It's about the journey to the finish line, who you will become along the way to get there. We're mostly looking for the same things when we set goals for ourselves, whether you want to lose weight, exercise more, make more money, start a podcast, learn to knit, be kinder, quit smoking, drinking, vaping, right? All the things. We hope that when we reach our goal, we'll finally be happy, be kinder to ourselves, right? More loving, trusting, less critical. What we really want is to know that we can be a better version of ourselves. It's not just about losing weight or quitting whatever you want to quit or getting whatever you want to get. It's about loving yourself, Loving who you see looking back at you in the mirror. And yeah, let's talk about that for a second. When was the last time you took a moment to look at yourself in the mirror? If it's been a while, that could tell you something. I used to not be able to look at myself in the mirror. When my marriage was falling apart and I was drinking two bottles of wine every night in desperate and failed attempt to pretend otherwise, I went probably three years avoiding pictures avoiding looking at myself in the mirror. There are hardly any pictures of me from that time. I remember walking into the bathroom and purposefully keeping my eyes averted. Even when I'd put on makeup, even when I'd wash my face, put on face lotion, I'd keep my eyes closed or I'd look down. When I'd see a random picture or get a glimpse of myself in the mirror, I didn't recognize who I saw and I didn't want to see that person. I didn't recognize myself and it hurt. I knew I was not my best version of myself, not even close. 
and I couldn't bear to see the truth in my own eyes. There is nothing more intimate than eye contact. When meeting someone, talking to someone, being intimate with someone, it's how we're honest. It's how we show up. Any parent knows the first step in knowing your kid is lying is if they're avoiding eye contact. Do you make eye contact? Are you able to make eye contact with yourself? Or are you too critical of yourself? Too cruel to the person looking back at you? Do you see some truths that you aren't facing that you want to avoid? I know I'm taking a bit of a turn here, but stick with me. If you're setting goals for yourself and consistently falling short of reaching those goals, start with a good long session in front of the mirror. Get a chair and sit with yourself. Make eye contact with yourself and get really honest. Who is looking back at you? What does she have to say? There is no better therapy session, wake-up call. No one is going to be more honest with you than the reflection in the mirror. You can start small. You can start with five seconds, work your way up to 10 seconds, then a minute, couple minutes. Ultimately, this is our true goal. We want to be able to look at ourselves in the eye, in the mirror and say, I love you, me, <laughs> looking back at me. I'm so proud of us. I love our life. I love our choices. I love how much I'm here for myself. I love the way I parent. I love the way I show up for myself and the people in my life. If you're constantly setting goals for these externals, right? If I could just lose 20 pounds, if I could just find a partner, if I could just get a raise, own a home, get a dog, learn to speak Italian. If I just did this one thing, then I'd be happy. So why did 92% of people fail to reach their goals? Because deep down, they know that's not actually what's going to make them happy. There is a deeper knowing saying, hey, that's not the problem. The problem is something else, something inside that you aren't facing. So let's go back to the way things were, not rock the boat here. You're going to feel really bummed when you reach this goal and you're still unhappy. It's easier to quit now, stay safe, make no more changes, continue to use this, right? The weight, the alcohol, the need for a raise partner as the excuse for why we're unhappy. And this is why we quit our goals, because we have really strong parts saying, uh-uh, it's not going to solve the problem. You're not going to be happy when you get there. If you're depressed and you believe that finding your dream partner is your answer to get out of your depression, what happens when you find that amazing partner and you're still depressed? Or you lose the weight and you're still overly self-critical? It's not about the goal or even achieving the goal, but who you became along the way. You can see this failing in many people who do reach their goals and they're unsatisfied. The people who run a marathon and decide to keep running marathons. What happened there? Someone who makes it all the way to the finish line and decides it wasn't enough. They have to run three more or every marathon and start to train for Iron Person. Yes, I mean Iron Man, but really, come on. It's 2024. Let's rename that one, please. So what happened? They got to the finish line and they got a temporary high from reaching their goal, but something is missing. They keep going back to that same goal to try again and again. And guess what? They're less and less happy at those finish lines. It's because they didn't fall in love with themselves along the way. 
they got to that finish line and they still don't look themselves in the mirror. Often, these are the people who have an intense inner critic or an intense inner part that needs to control. And that part pushed them hard enough to reach their goal, but they missed the memo about self-discovery and self-love. This is why so many people who lose weight put the weight back on because not only are they unhappy still, but now they're depriving themselves of the things that brought them joy. They would rather be overweight and enjoying themselves than thin and miserable. I mean, wouldn't you? We can get to the finish line having missed the point, plowed through the journey without stopping to look around, right? Ferris Bueller said it best. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. It's about the journey, not the destination. Raising kids is the best analogy for this. Did you have kids so that they would be successful adults in the world? I mean, kind of, but that's just one small piece of it. You have kids so that your life will be richer, more fulfilling, more purposeful. There's not a finish line with kids. It's a journey, right? You want to experience every moment, be there for every discovery, scraped knee, lost tooth, goal, failure, joy, grief, all of it. If you're parenting and all you're doing is focusing on your kid's future, then you're missing those precious moments. These are the lessons of every person who's faced death. Slow down, look around, be grateful. Stop waiting for tomorrow to be your best self. Stop waiting to cross the finish line to be the person you want to be then. This is why we set goals. We're hoping to redirect our focus, redirect our energy toward, toward a more joyful, calmer, sweeter life. And you can do this. You can set goals for yourself. Look yourself in the mirror and know you are your best self. You have to be willing to be honest, to be willing to get into the muck that you've been avoiding. There's nothing inside you that you can't handle, nothing that you haven't already experienced. So what are you so scared of? You already know what you'll find in there. Give yourself a little love and patience. I've worked with literally hundreds of clients who are frustrated with goal setting, weight loss, quitting smoking, drinking, exercising more, eating healthier. But really what they wanted was to learn to love themselves. Once you love yourself, that constantly looking toward that external doesn't matter and your goals change. Many of my clients, once they learn the importance of self-love, had no problem reaching their goals. In fact, they were able to set much more profound and life-changing goals for themselves and have confidence that they would get there. We cannot get ourselves to that better version without doing the dirty work, bringing a little love to the parts we avoid, the parts we don't like. We have to revel in the journey and stay focused. When you lose 30 pounds, you don't think about the easy pounds that flew off in the beginning. You think about that last five pounds, the ones that were so stubborn to come off. You think about how you stuck with it, how you wanted to give up and you almost did, but some voice inside told you to keep going, stick with it. Don't give up. The pride you feel about losing weight isn't about the number. It's about the not giving up, about believing in yourself, 
trusting yourself to do the best thing for you. The people who reach their goals are people who know that they're going to be some tough moments when we have to be really honest with ourselves, honest about who we are, who we want to be when things get tough, how we want to work with the voices inside. If you don't go to the icky, sticky, yucky feelings, then you most likely aren't reaching your goals. When you look at the version of yourself that crosses the finish line, she is most likely free from all the negative self-talk. She loves herself. She's proud of herself, believes in herself. She's confident, holds her head high, looks people in the eye, including herself, right in the eye because she knows who she is. She's not hiding. She's shining. She's real and she is alive in you, just waiting for you to let her out. So what better time than right now? Give yourself the gift of a little bit of patience. You've got this. I'm sending you love and kindness and persistence. And as always, reach out if you need extra support, raisingglobetrotters.com. See you next time.